how do you develop this strong belief in this higher power? Well, I have noticed that if you don't have this belief, you're lost. So the first thing to do is identify that there is this divine power, this divine spirit, however you want to call it, and try to get connected to it. Welcome to Making the Change, Optimize Your Health and Mind, where we explore the latest research and expert insights on how to take charge of your health and happiness. I'm Dr. Dave. I'm a board-certified physician and an integrative medicine expert. So join me as we learn how to thrive physically, mentally, and emotionally in the next phase of our lives. So let's go dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Dr. Dave and my co-host, Sarah Rodriguez. Hello. I thought today we'll take a little bit of a change. We've been doing some interviews and talking about um, essentials of change. And one thing that I found is really important is faith. So I thought maybe we can discuss uh, some essentials of faith and uh, some ways that people can bring uh, bring that all together and, and make use of that and make some actionable steps uh, to bring themselves closer with faith. Um, now, when I talk about faith, it depends on who you are, right? Um, if you're if you're Jewish, if you're Christian, um, we like to put a figure to our faith. And I have realized with these conversations, sometimes it's a little bit easier for people to discuss a higher energy, a, a divine force, connection to a higher power. So we we can use all of that. Um, we don't really need to say it as a, a faith in a God or a, a faith in, in anything specific. I, I think if we use this energy force, uh, it's a little bit easier to have this conversation. Uh, and what I have found is we are all related by this higher power. Um, it doesn't matter whether you're coming from Mars, whether you're coming from Egypt, Africa, America, does not matter. We all have an energy to us. If you look at uh, ancient Chinese medicine, when they're talking about uh, acupuncture, they deal with the meridian planes, which are, are energy planes, right? There's people that do energy healing. So mm-hmm. it's all part of the same component. This higher energy that has a, has a purpose um and it's it's definitely a tricky issue when we try to discuss this right um a lot of people have um preconceptions about faith and a lot of people might not want to even listen to what we have to say about it but for me if you're going to be successful in life and you're ready to make that change in your life you have to have some sort of connection to this higher power. So I think a couple of things that I'd really like to bring up would be this belief, right? This belief in our higher power is essential um, to building any type of faith, right? You have to have belief in something. Next is how do you practice with this type of faith? Because it's something that evolves on every day. Then about your community, which you want to have a nice faithful community. Um, you want to have study 
time, uh, mm-hmm. not necessarily uh, religious books, but definitely books that are going to help you understand what's going on and bring you closer to this faith. And then you have to live a life uh, that incorporates all of this. And usually that would be living a life in service. So those are the kind of things that I want to really discuss. Now, how do these things impact us? Well, if you don't have faith, at least in yourself, how do you expect to accomplish anything in your life? Right? It's pretty important. That's going to be your financial life, your home life, your professional life. We all see people out there that are miserable all the time. And I find that a lot of them don't have faith in anything. So I think in order to incorporate and improve all aspects of your life, it starts off with faith. And that we kind of have changed the way we, we work our medical practice too, right? We talk about aligning people's faith first and bringing them closer to their spirituality. And then I can start to tackle their health issues because I know that they're going to do the things that they need to do once they have that spiritual connection. So let's talk a little bit about this uh, and go in a little bit deeper and and bring out our own stories to help people really understand what we're trying to talk about. If you talk about belief, how do you develop this strong belief in this higher power? Well, I have noticed that if you don't have this belief, you're lost. So the first thing to do is identify that there is this divine power, this divine spirit, however you want to call it, and try to get connected to it. And how do we do those things? Would be meditation, deep in thought, just kind of thinking about what's going on. And and we all have this conscience and this conscience is part of this faith. And I think it's really important to have this inert belief if you're going to be successful in anything. If I think about it from myself, when I was a child, I was brought up, my mom was Jewish, my father uh, was Catholic, and and my mom was a brilliant woman, Um, but she was an atheist. She questioned religion a lot, and she found out that her religion was not supportive of her beliefs. So she stopped believing in anything. And my father, my father was never really a practicing Catholic. Although he was Catholic, he never really went to church. So I was brought up with nothing other than the belief in myself. I I didn't have that connection to my higher power. That developed a lot later in my life. But I felt lost most of my life. I I felt lost. I, I was popular. I played sports. Had a lot of friends. But it was empty. It was really empty. And you don't really know how empty it is until that part in your heart is filled with something. And then when you lose it, then you know how empty you really were. So I developed this belief system kind of, well, my friends were Catholic and and we didn't believe in anything in my house. And my friends that went to church, they went to that school that you go to after school. You know, these were things that they had to do. And that kind of brought me into some sort of a belief. It was a weak belief, but it was, it was a little bit of a belief. 
Uh, what about you? When you were a child, did you have um, religion in your life when you were a child? Um, I did. So I grew up Catholic and then um, my family converted to Christianity. So I always had a uh, faith-based um, practice and service growing up. Do you remember um, the first time that you made that connection? I, know, I mean, you go to church, but as a, as a child, do you really get that connection? You know, we get baptized um, when we're first born, right? A couple of weeks after you're born. What do you really yeah, I think prayer was really the way that I learned to connect to God and kind of open up and develop a personal relationship. For me, it was constant prayer. Um, and then as I grew in my faith, um, you know, my prayers got more personal, kind of what I was going through or what I was looking for at the time or needed. So, well, I, I think that when we think about this uh, divine spirit, you know, it's easy for you because you have a name for it. A lot of people don't have this name for it, right? So, but I think what you're saying is very important. I, I think for this connection, prayer is really a conversation, right? Yeah. Might be one-sided, mm -hmm. uh, but the more you pray, the more you get answers. Now, is that science, right? The more questions you ask, the more you're going to have some answers, right? So I don't know. But I find that by constantly pushing yourself towards this connection with this power that connects all life, that's really life-changing. It really is. Um, and, and when I started to, to get some faith in my life, it, it's really when I started to see things differently. And kind of like you're saying, it's like prayer which is the next thing that I want to talk about, which is really like the practice of your faith. You know, prayer or consistent prayer mm -hmm. uh, in your belief system, uh, meditation on what you're thinking about using this belief system, and even coming together with others that think alike to help reinforce your, your belief system and strengthen your connection uh, to your higher power. I, I think those are three really essential things. So the actual work component, which is the prayer component. And again, it doesn't have to be in a God. It can be in you, but you need to have that connection. And maybe you don't need to pray to you. Maybe you just need to talk to yourself. But if you do believe in this higher energy force, you need to connect to it. And you do that through prayer. You do that through meditation, right? What are we taught with meditation? It's a, it's a way to calm yourself down and pretty much understand your biological processes in a simple way. You can actually control your biological processes through meditation. But then when we get to the next part, it's attending these prayer services or connection. Uh, I have a men's group and, and, and we do talk about God, but it, it's more about the camaraderie of it, you know, building this um, community of people that think the same way, um, that want to encourage you, support you, and give you a sense of belonging. It's kind of like, uh, we call it like fellowship, right? We get a group of people and we, we have the same beliefs and we want to push each other. So let's gather together and, and let's 
trying to figure out the best way that we can help each other. I have a mastermind group. I have a, a men's group. And that's the purpose of them both is to kind of, all right, let's make sure our connection with our higher power is aligned. And then let's go figure out solutions as a group, mm. supporting each other. Uh, what about you? Have you found that this community portion of faith is, is important? Absolutely. I think that um, over the years, I've definitely um, fallen off as far as uh, going to or participating in a group um, with my practice of service to God. However, uh, for me, it's more I've I found that being in nature is now the way that I connect. Um, so not necessarily with a group, but um, in nature is the way that I went through hiking. Um, you know, just appreciating the environment and feeling God's presence in that way, as opposed to, you know, um, uh, with a community. However, that is nice as well. Well, I think that it, it's always great um, to be able to be grounded, right? And, and feel your connection to this higher energy. And I think that's what you're talking about when you're talking about your hiking and stuff like that. Yes. But where, where I have been able to really flourish is having these like-minded people to have these conversations, to, to form this community. And, and I think, Sarah, I, you might not be doing it now. Um, I mean, we, we have extended that in work, right? We work together. We do have that type of community, right? We do um, inspire each other and, and support each other on a daily basis. So you might not do it in a so-called uh, religious group, but you definitely do it with us. You, you know, we're all part yeah. of the same community. And I really think that that ends up being really important to, uh, when you're talking about faith is to have this um, community that you can educate each other. Because education is a huge part of this too, right? We're going to go into that next, but you want to educate each other and support each other and just be there and lift each other up. That's really what community is about. And, and by doing it alone, you're missing on that component, right? So like I said, so studying or, or understanding, uh, maybe it's from religious texts. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of books on self-healers and energy healers. And this whole bunch of, of books that you can study to improve your connection with this higher power. And I, I think that's really important. If you're going to be satisfied, if you're going to have a good life, you're going to be successful. There's studying involved. And it's not always studying with the task that you have right in front of you, but it could be studying of, of knowledge and, 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 and books that are in align with your thought process and are going to help you get to the next, next level, right? Yeah. Um, the last component um, is service. And to me, as far as contributing to your, your strength of your faith, and all of these things come together, right? You can't really isolate them. But service for others, like you, uh, you know, you read your Bible and, and Jesus um, wanted to be a servant. He didn't want to be the king. He wanted to be a servant. If you look at the the Old Testament of the Bible, all the godly men, it was more about the service of what they were doing for other people than what they were getting back, you know? So I think 
that service component is so important for you to feel like your life is fulfilled. Mm-hmm. You know, volunteering for charitable causes and uh, is definitely a great way to do your service. And sometimes we, we just don't have an idea what to do. So it's great to just go look for ways that you can benefit other people. So for myself, I try to go to a food kitchen. Uh, I definitely donate when we have events. I, I donate all the extra food. It's another way of doing service. At church, I always try to volunteer for groups. And if they need security help or ushers, I always try to volunteer. Why? Because that makes me feel good, makes me feel like I'm part of something. And again, to me, faith is really about being part of a community, part of a bigger picture. So um, have you had any instances of service um, that have really impacted you and helped your connection with faith? Not recently, but you do bring up um, in the past I have, um, you know, when I was more involved with the church, I definitely um, participated in some of the youth groups. And I love that. Um, Some retreats we had were really amazing. And that definitely um, helped bind us together in our faith. Um, But currently I haven't. Um, I do volunteer, um, which is maybe a form of uh, service. Um, and it definitely fills me. Um, so volunteering has definitely given me that same kind of outlet. Yeah. And, and volunteering is service, right? That that's yeah part of it. You're giving of yourself to help others. Uh, that's definitely, um, part of service, right? Yeah. Um, absolutely. you know, I can go on and on about how things have affected me. Uh, but this is about giving people tools, right? Um, but I, I think it is important to, to know how my faith or my connection to spirituality has changed. And I have to tell you, I don't stress at all anymore. <laughs> I just know that there's a better a better reason for things. Things are always going to get better. Yeah. And by having this thought process, it helps me not stress. Even when I'm going through the worst of times, it's very simple uh, to see how COVID destroyed people's lives. We had lockdowns and people couldn't go to work and, and a lot of people's jobs got phased out because you just didn't need it anymore. Right. And it makes it very easy to lose your faith when things are going wrong and you're battling. Makes it very simple. But it's not supposed to be simple. Life has challenges in it. And you have to fight through those challenges. Joel Osteen says, you're not a victim, you're a victor. He says, um, your tests create your testimony. Right? And if you think about it, those things are really, really true. How do you test your faith? You struggle a lot. You know, I, um, I know a lot of people that have gone through the AA program and the NA program. 
all of them that are very successful have strong faith. Mm. You notice that? Do you know anybody that's Absolutely. been just programmed? Yeah. No, they're very, very faithful. Right. And, and part of that program is connecting to your faith. Mm-hmm. But th- there's got to be some sort of correlation for that, right? So if you lost faith with COVID, oh my goodness, what's going to happen? So what happened with us? I, I mean, we went from a totally uh, online practice during COVID and now we're able to see patients. But it opened up a whole new arena because now we have telehealth. We didn't have telehealth before COVID. We did a little bit, right? But COVID made it like the most necessary component of medicine. I don't think that's ever going to go away. But if you didn't have faith, you didn't know where to look, you would have just went and put your head in the sand and hope it changes in one day. But if you did have faith and you did have a, a community of people behind you, You wouldn't say, oh, the situation is so bad. You look at it as, how am I going to fix it? And there's a big difference in this situation is so bad and how can I fix it, right? I mean, at work, when we we talk about things that are going on in the office, I always say, give me the solutions, not just the problem. And it's pretty much the same thing when you're talking about your faith and you're talking about how it's going to change your life. Your solution is your connection to the higher power. Your problem is that dissociation from your higher power. We need to get that back. So, you know, your faith allows you to grow. It allows you to develop. So with without this strong foundation, you have no legs to stand on. If you think of an analogy with the house, right? If you build a house on the ocean, with sticks. And the next time the water comes to the beach, what's going to happen to that house? It's definitely not going to make it. <laughs> right. It's not going to be standing yeah. there, right? Because that foundation is made of sticks. Yeah. But if you want to go make something that's going to work, you're going to build a deep foundation and you're not going to use sticks. You're going to use cement. Now, when this storm comes, your house is on cement, not going anywhere. It's a firm foundation. That's how we have to think about faith. Another important component about this, this faith is that it instills in us that there's a bigger purpose in life, that life is not just all about us. No matter how bad you want to think about it, it's all about being you, but it's not. You're a small part of the whole picture. I'm not saying you're not an important part, just a small part. So you have to understand that there is this greater purpose. There is a greater plan for you. By connecting to your faith, you understand that there's a bigger picture involved. This will enable you to stay focused on your goals. It's going to help motivate you and help you to work towards making a positive impact on the world around you. And I think there's nothing more rewarding than giving of yourself and seeing a positive impact. And that's, again, going back to service, right? 
And it's really important for this faith that we have to steer us in the right direction, to give us support when we're wavering a little bit. Again, going back to that firm foundation. We need something that we can always latch on to, feel connected to. And that's what really faith is about, being connected. You know, as we go through challenges, what I have found is I turn to meditation, I turn to prayer. And this allows me to kind of unsettle this, this feeling that I have and kind of regain control of my thought processes. You know, I, I think that knowing that we're never alone and that we have this community and that there is this higher spirit that we're connected to and that it's always with you. I think that really kind of shows you that you can trust this higher, this divine energy. Very important. Very important. I think that once you know that you're never alone and that your higher power is always with you, you know you're going to get the guidance. You know you're going to get the support. That comes with some sort of trust, right? Mm -hmm. There has to be a trusting component that your higher power is going to kind of take care of the situation for you. That's what real faith is, it is really not knowing the answer, but having faith or hope that it will. And, and that's really what our religion is. It, it's all about hope. You know, being Christian, that hope is that when your life is over here, they have a better place to go, right? For eternity. You know, we have this karma, right? Um, Good things happen to good people. Bad things happen to bad people. I mean, is that really what it is? Maybe good people just tend to put themselves in better situations and, and bad people tend to put themselves in worse places. They, they don't have that community of people that are going to help them out of different situations. Make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, when I was 21, I said, you know what? Since I have no faith, I think this is the time I want to do it. So on my 21st Easter vigil, my birthday's in October, so it had to happen on the Easter. And I was baptized, communion, confirmation, all on the same day. So you think, oh, wow, now he's religious, right? Nope. I did it for a girlfriend. It meant nothing to me. And when people have that faith, that fake faith, their lives don't change. And then they say, oh, man, you see, why should I have faith? Yeah, because you never believed in the first place. Right. You know, if you, you're trying to believe on the end, like, you know, what is, what is faith, right? Is faith um, when you act good, that good things happen to you? No. We'd like to think that's the way it is, right? If you live righteously, you're going to live an abundant life. No, 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 no. Or how about, well, if I'm good most of the time and I just slip up, my higher power can forgive me for that. Karma can forgive me for that. Is that how that works? No, doesn't work that way either. You need to truly feel sorry for what you're done. This higher energy force has to feel it. Has to feel your sorrow. 
has to feel your guilt so it can take it away from you. You know, I think that as we go through life, we dissociate when things are good or we dissociate when things are bad from our faith. When things are really good, ah, I don't need my faith anymore. When things are really bad, well, I prayed before. It didn't help me before. One of the important parts about faith that we didn't really talk about is consistency, right? It's an everyday battle, something that you need to constantly work on if you wanted to make a difference for it. Consistency is the key. And obviously, like I said before, you know, when you're studying or reading, whatever books that you're, you're using to help improve yourself, that has to be consistent too. You know, so what I have done for myself is I make sure that I get up earlier and I spend a good half hour, you know, meditating. And then I spend another half, I know spend another hour reading a book, a self-improvement book. And then I go spend time at the gym and then my day starts. And I try to do it that way because every time I change it, I never get that part done. <laughs> so I try to be consistent with my plan. Do you have um, a daily plan that you kind of stick to, which kind of has your, your faith or your spirituality level off or stay at a certain place? I have a very similar plan to you. So I do wake up early. That's like my quiet time. Mm -hmm. uh, I do some meditation and then I also work out. And I find that if I don't get it done then, it's not going to get done. So. Yeah, I mean, the reason why I originally thought about that was when I came home from work at like 5.30, I noticed that I'm getting all these phone calls to do stuff. And man, I never got those at 5 in the morning, just at 5 p.m. Yeah. So that's kind of where I changed it because I, I found the realization of it. The later I'm home, the more people bother. Yes. And, and I don't need to be bothered, especially when I'm trying to work through something. So what do you find for yourself is the most important way that you connect? You said prayer, right? Yeah. Prayer for me was game changing as far oh. as forming a personal relationship with God. But what about connecting with your community? Like, because you said you don't have one. I don't. Um, I have um, some family that's still very religious. Um, so I'll attend, you know, um, different functions with them for uh, the special holidays. But most of the time, um, usually I, I connect to nature. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a huge community, right? But it's not with yeah. people. It's a community with with animals and, and nature. Right. Yes. So I think that's something that we need to work on for you is is getting your your um, community intact because it does yeah. make a difference. Um, you know, earlier today I, I got a phone call from someone that I, I go to church with. His name is David. Also, um, he was just calling to check on. I mean, how awesome is that, right? That's great. Uh, just to see how I'm doing. Yeah. And I think it's important to be able to do the same thing for other people. So uh, I was at a a business conference last week. And one of the girls that I know, she actually works in the area uh, near the office in Florida. And she wasn't feeling well. She spiked a fever. So what does everybody do? They call me, right? Because I'm the doctor of the group. Right? So 
they call me and I'm, I'm evaluating her and, and things don't seem right, but I had a good idea what it was. It had like kidney stone symptoms and a lot of pain, and but she started to spike a fever. And usually you don't spike a fever unless it's like um, a gallbladder, cholecystitis, like infected gallbladder, um, or, you know, when it comes to urinary tract stuff, like a pyelonephritis or even a stone in in your urethral tubes is going to cause a significant amount of pain. How do you get out of that pain? Getting to that next level. It's this connection. It's this community. It's the practicing of your faith. It's the studying of your faith. And it's doing service for others. So what did I do for her? I helped her. Helped her to the hospital. Helped her, gave her my information so she knew how to get in touch with me from the hospital to see if there was something that I can do to make sure things were done the right way. So I think that's really important too. So we spoke about all of these different components of faith and belief and practice and community and study and service. But then I also brought up consistency. We want to make sure as we do all of those things that we stay consistent. So what shall we do for homework? Homework. How do we practice our faith? How do we practice our belief system? Well, I think we need to create a journal. You're going to have this conversation and you don't know what this energy force is. Write it down. Start the journal. Converse with yourself. And then you want to practice this every day. You have to practice. You have to get this connection and you have to get it nice and tight so you can rely on it. And then even Sarah, you need to get involved with the community. I belong to several different communities. Um, most of them from my church. Some of them are from my neighborhood. But it's because it makes really makes all of this mean something. Okay, next is that you really want to make sure that you're studying, that you're staying aligned with your beliefs. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be a religious text, but there are a lot of books out there that will help you formulate this thought process. Again, we want to talk about community. Always make sure that we surround ourselves with like-minded people that want to see us prosper. I, re I remember growing up, my, my friend Larry was very successful as a physical therapist and had a friend, Rob, who was angry at him for it. it made no sense. Well, what are you angry at him for being successful? He was jealous because he wasn't successful. Well, that's not a real reason to be not happy for Larry. Next was study. Very difficult to study your faith connection unless it is uh, Jewish, uh, Islam. Christian, where you actually have a textbook to help you through it, but, you know, your, your holy book. And then obviously delivering a service, making sure that you're there to help others. And lastly, the one I added in, which is being consistent. Always remember to be consistent. So um, I think that should be really helpful. So that's the homework is write down. Uh, a way you can improve your belief system, a way you think it would be good for you to practice your connection with your higher power, the type of community that you want to get involved with, how are you going to study this energy, what services does this energy provide? 
So I don't think by using all of that to really help you make it and make that change. All right, so we'll see you soon on the next episode of Making the Change, Optimize Your Health and Mind. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Making the Change, Optimize Your Health and Mind. We hope you found the information and insights we shared to be helpful and inspiring. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with a friend or family member who would also benefit. We believe that the more people that have access to this information, the better equipped they will be to thrive in the next chapter of their lives. Don't forget to subscribe and follow the show so you'll never miss a single episode. We'll be back next week with more expert insights and actionable tips to help you optimize every aspect of your life. Until then, take care and remember to always prioritize your health and well-being.